Hello everyone and welcome to the Comexis Cast Daily for Friday, October 6, 2017. All the news you need to know from our inbox to yours. I'm Matthew McGordy, the videographer and podcaster here at Comexis. And today I am joined by the lead strategist at Comexis, Philip Brooks. Good morning. And Comexis's president, Len Ward. Good morning. So today we wanted to bring up uh, an article that was on DigiDay. It was actually a PDF that they had compiled um, that sort of highlighted the key points um, for the future uh, of marketing. Uh, so the first one was that brands need better, more encompassing tools that combined different data sets for an easy sort of effective decision-making process. So what do you guys think about that? Yeah, well, in this case, it's, it's, it's very much specific to mobile, uh, what they're talking about. Uh, so um, what they're saying is that brands need simple tools to combine everything into one platform. Um, I think you know we've talked about this in a number of occasions about how we have all these disparate tools with all these you know def different uh, you know, data streams coming into different places, uh, and you know working with brands, especially considering how people and, and you know some of the brands are speaking about kind of trying to leapfrog over working directly with agencies and kind of go directly to the platforms like Google and and Facebook. You know, something like this would really behoove them. Uh, you know, so I think there's 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 certainly you know a lot of room in the marketplace for it. So what what they're saying is they want to take advertising and marketing and all those data streams and put it into one tool, right? So that they can actually run things without having the benefit of an agency. I, I think from an agency standpoint. It's probably not that simple for really what they're talking about. I think that there's entirely too many different things that go into creating a campaign and entirely too many data streams that, you know, yeah, great, you put them all on one platform, but are you actually monitoring the correct data streams? Are you actually using the best data that you can get? Are you actually, you know, taking that data and applying it to the proper context for your industry? Because I think, you know, for example, there are certain platforms like Moz and stuff you know, you're getting getting data, but it's not necessarily specific to your industry. So, you know, maybe it would be easier if you could find stuff that way, or you know, you can get stuff from, uh, you know, you have a lot a lot of these a lot of these industries have their own research arms where they're you're putting out reports each month or quarterly. You know, that stuff's never going to make it into one of these kinds of things because it's just entirely too specialized. Yeah, I mean, just simply the the. The advantages of working with an agency, I understand what the leapfrog I'm having these tools is that, you know, agencies are able to look at all these platforms and make decisions on the platforms on the experience and historical results they're getting from other campaigns on these types of platforms. And when you have an internal agency, and you sh a lot of large companies should have internal agencies, they don't have the experience an agency has. We're saying, hey, look, it didn't work in a couple different industries, and this industry is similar to what you do. So I understand that they're looking to do that, but mm -hmm. ultimately, you know, the, trying to leapfrog over an agency, I think, is a foolish mistake. Yeah, I agree. And their second point was that advertisers need to be able to manage, measure, and attribute campaigns on web, mobile, and any other platform used. Yeah, I, I think this all comes back to the last click attribution conversations that we have we've had prior, where you know we're looking for a better model, uh, you know, to find basically to, again to, to make that last click attribution make sense, so you can accurately calculate ROI and understand exactly where you're getting value from on your ad spend. But when it comes to you know putting these campaigns together in multiple platforms, mobile, web. Um, you know, Google's the closest thing that gives you a one-stop shop for all that, but even that's flawed. It is, and it's amazing how they're holding us over, over the fire right now to get this done, but yet 
they'll let that ad run on TV. And, uh, you know, yeah, we think somebody saw the ad. I mean, what is, it, what is your tracking on traditional? And we're fans of traditional here. But, uh, look, I agree. Digital, because of the amount of money being spent, you know, the last click attribution, we, we do have to get better. And a lot of things have to get better to truly know an ROI. But I, I can't see anybody telling me how you were able to establish a real ROI on traditional marketing. Compared to what we're, this is the best thing we've seen yeah. in 50 years to identify your ROI on advertising, and and they're trying to make it better, which which is good, you know. But I don't know. I'm yeah, I mean, the closest thing I can really see with that is sometimes you'll see an ad, and a lot of times they come around. Uh, you know, clearly, they're all done either by the same agency or similar industries, where you see, uh, say, around Valentine's Day, where you've got all these ads up for you know either candy or flowers, mm -hmm. and they'll say, you know, go to the website, use this referral oh, code, promo code Mike, promo or code, like that. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. So yeah. I think, to me, that's the only real way you can really measure, or you know, other than fully just surveying your audience, True. saying, how, how did you find out about us, and how did you get here? So, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's far harder to attribute, uh, you know, that, but I think that, it, you know, there's kind of a... In traditional, there's this sort of understanding that this baked-in cost is for just impressions. Mm -hmm. Whereas we don't get the same sort of leeway that digital. We don't. We no, we, we don't. And I don't know if that's traditional agencies fueling, fueling that <laughs> or, or not. Uh, the third point they make, which is basically what you guys have already discussed, uh, that advertisers need better aggregated data that clearly show a buyer's journey and associated value. That's effectively what you guys We just talked yeah, about. Yeah, just, just yeah. speaking <laughs> about. Uh, and then number four, um, there needs to be better ad fraud protections to give CMOs a peace of mind. I mean, I think ad fraud protections is something that's going to kind of get winnowed out as people find better tools to, you know, work on the ad tech marketplaces. I mean, you know, right now it's the Wild West. There's all these different tools out there. There's bots. There's, you know, somebody eventually is going to clamp down on that and then all of this is going to go away. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, a lot of the, uh, the actual, the next article that we were going to talk about is on Ad Exchanger where it talks about, um, you know, uh, that a lot of marketers, or I'm sorry, a lot of internal marketing teams are actually going, trying to go directly through Facebook and Google because they feel that the, the ad exchange is the source of the problem. I, mean, I don't think it's a source of the problem. I think it's a symptom of the problem. I think mm -hmm. the symptom is that it's been so, you know, kind of just generated from so many different sources over the years, and everybody's just trying to add a little piece to it, and they don't really understand the context of what they're doing. You know, I, I think you've got these tools out there, these, these bots and things like that. You know, people are utilizing different bots for different purposes, and nobody really knows what that one does as opposed to another. Uh, you know, and, and, and so I agree with that. If you're, if you're putting all of your eggs in that basket, absolutely you should be concerned because there's no, you know, they don't get any benefit from the ROI that you're doing. They're just, you know, trying to get the best bid for the best price. Yeah. And that's, I think that's specifically where you need an agency in there to be able to take that data and take a look and see how those bots and how those programs are performing for you to at least show you, okay, well, maybe that's what's working here, but here's what we've tried with other clients and maybe this works better. Um, you know, it, it, because it's just, it's just, it's the Wild West and it, there's so many different ways it can be done. There's no way to really regulate it. I, I agree. I mean, I, I think ultimately this does come back to Google and Facebook. This is your product people are paying to be on, whether it's agencies, whether it's middlemen, no matter what it may be. Granted, the middlemen and so forth can maybe skew the numbers to make you put more money on there, but I think that there should be fraud protection. This should be in-house Google, Facebook, and what you can go to. Uh, it's their product. Mm -hmm. Hold yourself responsible for it. You know, Don't pass the blame off, I mean, just because you're trying to inflate your, you know, your bottom line for, the, uh, for Wall Street. So it's, it's on them right. to produce a, a, some sort of platform that says this is 
is fraud, this is not fraud. Any, anytime you're using a third party program to scrape data in any way from Google or Facebook, you, not only is the source suspect, but you have to understand that what they're doing, they're, they have to create value for it. They have yeah. to make it a valuable product. You know, so they're going to try to, to you know, basically frame that in the most successful way and make it look like it works better than it does. Or Because honestly, at some point, Google and Facebook have to set up tools to do this. Why wouldn't they monetize it on their own? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think that those ad exchanges are going to come back in-house at yeah. some point. Um, and, and I think that once that happens again, like we talked about before, you're going to see a lot of these complaints go away. But I still think that there's a lot of mistrust, and you know, this article really goes into that. Uh, that you know, uh, Matt had a really good quote that he pulled out of this. Oh uh, yeah. So J.P. Morgan Chase CMO Christine Wemkow um, said that the ad unit of Facebook and Google is based on the concept of permission. Everything else is pollution. Even if it's viewable, people hate it and they hate us for putting it in front of them. Um, which I thought was, I think it's just a funny quote, but I am I, interested in hearing what you guys really think about that. Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm reading this article. This is a, this is from Ad Exchanger uh, by Allison Weisbrot and some some of the language here is so dramatic, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'm kind of like, wow, it's, it's, you know, there's, they use words like atrocity, uh, you know, Byzantine, uh, you know, non-transparent, super complex and, digital media supply chain. I mean, these and, are, and to, to be fair, I think a lot of these are quotes from different uh, people. So for example, um, uh, there's a quote by the ANA CEO Bob Leodice. I yeah. said this at the ANA Masters of Marketing Conference in Orlando that was yesterday. Uh, he's at 25% of CMO's digital media investment reaches target audiences, representing more than $20 billion of marketing waste, inefficiency, and ineffectiveness. I mean, he refers to it as an unproductive, unmanageable abyss. I mean, that's poetry at this point, as far as I'm concerned. It's pretty solid, yeah. yeah it's solid writing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it just seems a little dramatic. It's a little much. Um, but I mean, I understand their their points, and and we're seeing that you know in in, in the you know, general mistrust and you know loss of, of of you know confidence in the industry. But I just think that you know if you're working with a third party tool like an ad you know an ad bot or something like mm -hmm. that, you have to realize that there's going to be problems yeah. because you don't know the, the the motivation of that tool, what they're you know how they're monetizing what they're doing inside either. So. Again, I think that that's really an occasion where you need to let an agency handle. You have to have, exactly let the agency, you know, vet out the third-party vendors that you're going to be using because the agency's life relies on that. Yeah, let them let us the risk. let us figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and that that's really what I think it comes down to. I, I, I you know, again, certainly we're biased in this opinion, mm -hmm. but I think the answer is more agency involvement and you know, getting to learn to trust your agency more. Um, and I think that some of these transparency issues are what's causing a loss now. But that doesn't mean that the whole industry is corrupt. Yeah. It just means that you know the status quo has suddenly been set on its ear, and I think that you know we're going to see how the industry you know changes and evolves as a result. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in to today's episode of the Comexus Cast Daily. Check us out every day next week for more of the trending news. Have a great day.